Um, but he would he would he would throw no, no hit like he'd throw perfect games with shutouts. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's actually like, I, and he's still got it. Um, back when I was playing baseball in high school, I I played AAA, and he would be showing us like his knuckleball and his splitter and. Oh, that's fucking nuts, he, dude. He, he actually throws fucking filthy pitches as as a, a right now man. I uh, still got he still got he showed like he can't throw as hard as he used to. Obviously. No, obviously. He's he's still got some like he's he's thrown he's slid them by me and I've always been a good hitter. Um, yeah, it's I it surprised me when I when he would he would be doing it with us like he'd be showing us different pitches and stuff. And my brother was a pitcher. I was I was uh, an outfielder because I got the legs. So he'd be he'd he'd be saying like Harry, you go bat and I'm gonna show Will some pitches here. Will you just watch me? And he would like you know show him how he's holding the ball, like where the seams are. Everything was surgical. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And and like how fucking to, cool, man. How to actually like release it, like how to twist your wrist when you do it, and he'd be like, "All right, Harry, try to hit this," and he'd throw like a fucking nasty pitch at me that would just like like it would it would do like fancy ash, and his knuckleball was ridiculous, like just float towards you. Like it's it's yeah very talented guy um, and I I did a I did a bit of research just for fun one night like got solid photos of him like as a teen well twenty year old or a nineteen year old like in the newspaper's face like uh, Harry Barber throws like no hitter fuck you yeah. really yeah yeah really really filthy guy um, and. Uh, from what I understand, the only reason he didn't actually, like, go farther into it is because he, he had a, he had a baby with my grandmother when they were, like, well, <laughs> sorry to put you on blast, but, like, in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, he, he kind of decided to provide for her and, and his, his kid, and then they had four more um yeah but everything I I grew up with baseball in my life yeah uh, big time so my grandfather mm -hmm. <clears throat> he played after W2 yeah played for the Peterbilt Peets uh Apparently he got drafted to the to the uh, habitants, the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Right. And then he had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Same story. And uh, apparently he was fucking really good hockey player. Yeah. For what I know, Mervin Mills. Mervin. Mervin. <laughs> <laughs> so then um yeah I gotta throw in a hockey and then cats are fucking losing their fucking wills right now um yeah I gotta throw in a hockey I, I played in Caledon and all that yeah. shit not gonna lie to you I was a fucking great hockey player but uh you played baseball didn't you yeah I and I was 
was like when I was in AAA, I was actually pretty good. Um, if I humbly can say that, um, I was uh, yeah, outfield center field um, because I've got I very very quick and was able to track down balls and you know catch them out of the air and get to where I needed to be. Track down balls. Yeah, I know how that sounds. Yeah. <laughs> real, real ball sniffer over here. I was able to sniff them out, scoop them up, you know. <laughs> this is the uh, extra martini edition <laughs> from... It's a good thing you uh, you got the clearance for explicit right before tonight. Because <laughs> we're talking about fucking balls and drinking bags. Yeah. My, my, I actually kind of shined when it came to batting. Um... In the league I played, so the team I was on, it was <laughs> it was the Fergus Cougars, or the Center Wellington Cougars, I should say. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, the moms love that. Amazing. Um, and there was some bad moms, too. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's another. Um, we would, uh, we, we were, so we were a team that was both in double-A and triple-A league. So we would play double-A teams and then also play triple-A teams and we did very good in the double-A we did kind of we did okay but kind of shit in the triple-A um and I I remember in one season I actually broke a record by breaking 11 wooden bats off of pitches thrown to me in one season really yeah very heavy hitter the, no one would lend me a bat on the team. <laughs> Eleven wooden bats. Eleven. In cracked. S- cracked, snapped, yeah. And, um... <laughs> yeah. It, would, it was kind of one of those things, when it would happen, I'd be like, oh, it happened, but also shit, because, like, there's an infielder that's gonna throw me out at first easily. Um, but, yeah, that's my kind of claim to fame for the local baseball league was... Is that record? The um, Fergus Cougars. They're now the Cubs. The Center Wellington Cougars. <laughs> they changed their name to the Cubs my second year in because I think I think for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, our biggest rival was Kitchener. Those guys were dicks. Yeah. Um, yeah. My um, we actually cleared the benches on them uh, during a game because my brother played with my team. He was a pitcher. Yeah. And. Um, he he made it home and we we were we were always talking shit to this team there was talking shit to us like tension was always high with them we were playing an away game in kitchener and uh my brother slides through home you know gets the run and the back catcher got so mad about it that while my brother was on the ground he took the ball and threw it down as hard as he could at his head so our entire team cleared the benches their team cleared the benches it was a big mess and then um then a couple innings later i stole home and looked the bat catcher dead in the eye and called called him a bitch (laughs) 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 um yeah that was yeah yeah the sports stories are always so much fun yeah like being on third there was, and that was like I, I always remember that moment like being on third pace taking like a Robinson 
type of lead off. Like, just daring the pitcher to throw the ball to the baseman. Like, five steps off, almost halfway down. And, you know, he would he would step off the bag and turn, and I would take three steps back, and then he would go back to the mound. And it was actually when he threw... He threw, uh, pitched the back catcher. The back catcher looked at me. I took like a half step back, and the back catcher went to throw the ball back to the pitcher. And as soon as the ball was like rolling off of his fingertips, I was gone. And like slid through. Fucking lightning. Yeah. Just like I was there, and I, I stopped right on the base and like just made eye contact with the guy. Because I took it personally. It was my twin brother. You know, I felt some kind of, like, I needed some kind of revenge on him, you know? Like, yeah. So, retribution. what did you think of that uh, Beatles song? That Beatles song was really, really good. And I'm happy that it wasn't some, like, I don't know if you ever heard the song uh, Four or Five Seconds uh, that Paul McCartney did with Rihanna and Kanye, like, years ago. No. It's not a bad song. Like it, I haven't heard it. So it he doesn't sing in it. He What's did, he do? Plays the guitar. And then it's Rihanna and Kanye like singing. And that was a whole thing back then because it's like, oh Paul McCartney, you know, doing he's on the track. And I saw things about this this new Beatles song over the weekend and I was kind of afraid like I don't hate the song. No, we talked about it before, though. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I don't hate the song that happened a couple years ago with Kanye and Rihanna. But, like, I was kind of afraid that this new song, um, Now and Then, was going to kind of be this, like, same vibe, like, more contemporary, like, trying to pander to uh, audiences nowadays instead of um, kind of capturing what the sound and what made them so special was like so I'm happy that when we turned on the song like it it brought me back to like like the albums they did in the early 60s just with the arrangement the the, the singing and uh, production quality of it like it wasn't like it was polished but it was you know kind of a little rough you know, that it was authentic. Well, it needed yeah. to be. It needed to be because it, it was a rough recording. But I think that really lended to it, and I'm glad that they leaned into that instead of trying to make it, you know, a Beatles song for for Gen now. Z, you know? Yeah, for now, yeah. yeah. And I have nothing, yeah, I have nothing against, like, evolving as an artist. But I think to honor John Lennon and his memory would be to... And George... And George, and George, would be to do a song in true Beatles fashion, which which they did. So I appreciate the song, I like the song, and uh, I can't wait to listen to it more and kind of get more into the lyrics of it and the meaning of it. I think um, what the song represents is like a closing, if you will. Yeah. Of the Beatles. Farewell. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Stones, I feel 
they're always grasping for more. Yeah. They haven't said goodbye yet. No. But uh, I, don't, I don't expect them to at this point. Because I think at like they've been a legendary rock band for, what, 60 years? Like, that's all they know is just continuing to make songs, do shows, and release. Well, it's like, <clears throat> sorry, it's like you too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would love to see you two to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Thank you. end of an era. Thank you, yeah. Not here we go on. Yeah. What's it called? The Sphere? The Sphere? I don't know. Like the Sphere <laughs> in Vegas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sphere. Yeah, the big giant crystal ball they got. Yeah. Yeah. So you two plays there all the time now. Oh, really? Uh, what do you feel or think when you hear about, like, an artist getting a residency in Vegas? What does that elicit to you? Because I, I think it's sellout. That's what I tend to go for, too. Because I associate Vegas with, like, Bling, fucking money, like, yeah. let's go. Like, holograms of Michael Jackson, like, kind of artificial. I'm, I'm, there's lots of great artists that play in Vegas, but I think I associate it more with... Money. Money, kind of gouging and grasping than actual artistry. Like, if you saw, say, Celine Dion or... Yeah. Well, no, but that's the thing. Not just see them there, but that they take a residency there. Yeah. And, like, a regular fucking gig. Like, I then to me, that's, like, I don't know. It's it's like, yeah, that's a, good for you. That's a career. But, like, also, I rope you in with Chris Angel now. Sorry. I gotta <laughs> get Mr. Martini right now off the fucking counter. Do you think that... The Beatles are going to have a hologram show in Vegas with a hologram John Lennon Fuck and George off, Harrison. really? They did it with MJ. They do it with Elvis. They do it with all the legends. I I hope they don't. Same. <laughs> There's two of them still alive. Yep. Alright, Teeny, you gotta go. It's very needy cat. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah. I hope they... Fuck. For those who can't see, uh, Sean's cat, Mr. Martini, is absolutely just tussling with, his, with Sean's foot. I hope they... They... Okay, dude... Take it easy. I know you're a kitty. Um, I hope they don't. Yeah. Because that would tarnish the Beatles. I agree. I 
think Beatles Stones, like now, I take the Beatles, but everything in the 50, or sorry, 60s, 70s for the Stones are amazing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and we talked about this on the first time we did this was yeah. they actually had some fucking competition. You know, they, it was they like, had to. they kept each other sharp. They made each other better. It was like a competition saying, hey, Who's I can do this. Yeah. Who, who can, who can make the best tracks and sell the most singles and be but the best I band? think, hopefully they don't. Yeah. Paul may sell out. I know. That's what I'm. I can see it. I can see it too. And I don't blame him. Yeah. But that's like, it's not, it's not unrealistic to predict that that would happen, which I think is kind of sad because I think the, the kind of beautiful thing that's almost lost about being an artist is you're there and you create something beautiful and then one day you're gone. But that thing remains, you know? Yeah. And so... To have like holograms performing instead of instead of a cover band, you know. Dude, I take the cover band. I would take the cover band. Like, I don't, I don't want to see a fake Michael Jackson to remind me that he's dead. Well, <laughs> while it a speaker plays his greatest hits, I'd rather watch somebody who actually loves the guy's music to do their darndest to put on a good show and do it justice. It's fair. Yeah. So Harry Beals or Stones. <laughs> you know, we 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 do this and we do this multiple times and I say stones and we always disagree <laughs> because I listen to the Stones more. Like, I don't skip the Stones as much as the Beatles when they come on. And that's my metric for, like, that's my criteria for that question is, what, if I'm in my car or in my place listening to music, classic rock, and Beatles come up. Pink Floyd. Oh, I'm going to listen to Pink Floyd. I, I don't ever skip Pink Floyd. But that's because... <laughs> So, Mr. Martini's in my fucking winter jacket right now. Yeah, he's being really funny. I'm waiting for his, like, head to pop out of your sleeve or something. Um, no, I never skipped Pink Floyd, though, because I didn't grow up listening to them as much, I think. Like, that, or, I mean, I think that's the reason why. Like, I, I didn't grow up listening to Pink Floyd as much as the Beatles and Stones. So, it's not so, like, it's different when they come on. It's different enough. It's, I mean, I've heard a lot of their songs, if not all of them, and they're familiar, but it's not something I've heard growing up a million different times in my dad's car. So, and I also, I sing along to the Stones more than the Beatles, I think. No, that's not true. I can't say that shit. No, I, def I do sing along to the Beatles. Um, top three bands right now that you listen to right now right now I listen to 
I mean, I could go on my Spotify, but I'm just going to guess that um, I've been listening a lot to Vance Joy lately. Yeah. Um, I've been listening a lot to... I'm going to say, okay, Vance Joy, uh, also Peach Pit, that Jonas said earlier tonight. What are they like? They're really good. They're a Canadian band, um, kind of... uh, Alternative rock, um, really, really great songs. You should definitely give them a listen. Get uh, "Shampoo Bottles" has been a favorite song of mine for since I first heard it a couple months ago. Um, but they've got way more great stuff than that. Um, I think and "Glass Animals," funnily enough, is one that I've been listening to lately. But I don't think that's gonna be my third. I think my third is gonna to have to be a hip hop. Yeah. Are we gonna get sued? No. Okay. Cool. I would love to go to a Peach Pit show someday. listening to him a lot lately yeah. I've been listening to him since I was a kid well since I was a teenager I found him <laughs> I found him when I was in high school and um, fucking love his music he's uh, I believe he's from Belgium um, don't uh, don't at me if I'm wrong but his music fucking slaps um, I would say yeah yeah, I'm gonna go Peach Pit, uh, Canoba. What was the last, what was the first one I said? And oh, Vance Joy, Vance Joy, obviously. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. Um, fuck. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. I just remembered. Half Alive. Yeah. Listen to Half Alive. Fucking crazy group. Yeah. I'm gonna go, uh, The Slime. Okay. Where are they from? Where are they from? They're, uh, Black Rock Band from Toronto. Mm. Um. Try to, uh, Slime. Dead Cemetery, because... Oh, fuck. The Decline. It, it's all escape punk. Um, okay, true. The fuck else was her? He was a skater boy, she said. See you later, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um... Gritty Grin. Oh, yeah, I love to... Uh, Greedy Grin, fucking G- guy who uh, I've known for a year and didn't realize he was a <laughs> sick artist. Um, 
can't wait. Do this fucking no. I can't wait to hear him on this podcast. I You're, cannot wait. I'm gonna invite you. I on would it. love to be on with him. Fucking his shit. Slaps. His fucking flow. Yeah. If uh, okay. If anybody's listening and they they are into hip hop and want to hear like a new good MC, like not mumble rap. I don't hate you if you're into mumble rap, but if you want to listen to like a good MC, listen to uh, the first word I always forget, which is bad, but his name is Gamble the Greedy Grin. He's from Waterloo, Ontario, and goddamn, he's got a great track list. Like, give him a listen. Check out Max Bits. Yep. Corey McCallum, he's good. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> this is the wait, uh, wait, wait. Talk about so a, a couple a couple nights ago. Actually, are you are you wanting to talk about this on the phone? Like you're doing a you're wanting to do a hip hop record. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have have you spoken about that yet? No, I would love to do a hip hop record. I've done much punk rock shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, let's go. Yeah, yeah, put me on. <laughs> uh, Get Gamble the Greedy Grin in there. Yeah, right. Oh, I gotta figure the beats. <laughs> the beats. Anyways, this is the uh, All of Pimento Podcast, the Mr. Martini Extra. The Last Call. I think that's a good name for it. The Last Call. Last Mr. Call. Martini? Last like, Call. Like a drink? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. The Nightcap? <laughs> you already know you're going to be a, a monthly <laughs> guest. Because you and I can spit fucking all night and talk about garbage. We love the sound of our own voices here. <laughs> hope you you like it. Like I, hope, I hope you love it too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my man. Alright. Harry Cooling. That's Harry Cooling, find me on Instagram, uh, just Harry underscore cooling. um, Or, more importantly, look up Painting Pelicans. That's my band with uh, one Jonas Barkler, really amazing artist as well. Look up Keep and Leafy Greens if you want to see some of the stuff he's done. Um, But yeah, check him out, check me out, check us out. We've got shows coming up. November 18th at the Guelph Legion if you're around. That's all I got for now. Yeah. And uh, all those mementos. Yeah. See that. All right, cool. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, man.